Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, February 6th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Jay Doherty. And I'm Maya Sargent. Let's see what's happening near you. Over the course of the past 24 hours, a series of earthquakes have struck south-central Turkey. The strongest recorded was a magnitude of 7.8 and shook the city of Gaziantep. The region hasn't seen an earthquake like this in 20 years. It's caused severe damage to both Turkey and its neighboring country, Syria. A second quake with a magnitude of 7.5 also struck a few hours later, just 59 miles north of the first epicenter. Aftershocks of the earthquake have been felt in Lebanon, Israel, Egypt, and Cyprus, and the death toll continues to climb. Over 2,000 deaths have been recorded so far. The earthquake strikes at a difficult time for Syria as the country faces significant economic turmoil and a refugee crisis. Countries are rallying to provide humanitarian relief. And stateside, at 6.15 this morning, an earthquake was also recorded in West Seneca in Buffalo. With a magnitude of 3.8, this is the strongest earthquake in Erie County in 40 years. Erie County Commissioner Mark Palonkars shared on Twitter that there had been no damage to infrastructure in the area. Just some alarm New Yorkers on a Monday morning. Mayor Eric Adams announced today that the city will make COVID-19 vaccinations optional for current and prospective city workers starting this Friday. The administration's decision coincides with President Biden's declaration last week that COVID-19's public health emergency status will officially end on May 11th. Millions of New Yorkers could also see a change in their health care coverage as a result of the pandemic losing its emergency label. During the pandemic, New Yorkers were granted health care access because of COVID-19. Now, those with Medicaid coverage will have their benefits re-evaluated in April. This process could interrupt the health care coverage of low-income communities. The new changes could also impact telehealth services and free vaccine accessibility. New York City Council members gathered today to discuss Mayor Adams' recent decision to involuntarily hospitalize mentally ill people and the police protocol around this initiative. WFUV's Emma Murphy reports. Today, the New York City Council held a joint hearing to discuss Mayor Adams' recent initiative to involuntarily hospitalize mentally ill New Yorkers. This policy would allow law enforcement, peace officers, and mobile outreach teams to remove anyone who appears to be mentally ill and could harm themselves or others. But District 23 Council member Linda Lee says she's concerned the administration's interpretation of this policy is too broad. This standard permits unhoused individuals in our communities to be removed even when they have not committed an observable or overtly dangerous act. To combat excessive hospitalizations, council members introduced two bills. One will require police to receive training throughout their careers to better recognize autism spectrum disorder. They will also develop skills to respond to emergencies and interview people with autism spectrum disorder. The other will create an online resource which displays available mental health resources in New York City. With WFUV News, I'm Emma Murphy. The 65th Annual Grammy Awards took place last night. High-energy performances from Taylor Swift, Dua Lipa, Cardi B, and others filled the stage at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. There were many historic moments, including Kim Petras becoming the first transgender woman to win the Best Pop Duo Group performance, and Beyoncé breaking the 1997 record for most Grammys won of all time. Lizzo's About Damn Time won Record of the Year, Harry Styles earned Album of the Year, and Samara Joy was named Best New Artist of 2023. You're so late getting home 
from the office Did you miss your train? Photographiska, the Museum of Photography in Manhattan, is featuring a new exhibition to honor the global impact of hip-hop. Titled Hip-Hop, Conscious Unconscious, the immersive experience will spotlight hip-hop icons, including Tupac, Notorious B.I.G., Nicki Minaj, and Megan Thee Stallion, to name a few. The exhibit will trace the roots of hip-hop back to a Bronx basement apartment in August 1973, and then explore how the genre has changed over time to birth the huge musical movement. You can find tickets at photographiska.com starting at $20. Hip-hop, conscious, unconscious will run through May 21st. And some light entertainment history for you. On this day in 2011, singer Christina Aguilera fumbled the words of the national anthem during her performance at the Super Bowl. The singer claims she got lost in the moment. And now I'm going to turn it over to WFUV's Will Jing to share the latest sporting headlines. Big news off the hardwood yesterday for the Brooklyn Nets. All-star point guard Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris were dealt to the Mavericks in exchange for Spencer Dinwiddie, who is returning for a second stint in Brooklyn, as well as Dorian Finney-Smith and three unprotected future draft picks. The Lakers and Clippers, among other teams, also made offers for Kyrie, who requested a trade after differences in negotiations for a contract extension with the Nets. Nets owner Josiah's goal was to not trade Kyrie to his top destination choice in the Lakers as he had been frustrated with all the troubles Kyrie has caused for the Nets. Lakers star LeBron James in a thought-provoking tweet said, Maybe it's me, prompting many to think that he is disappointed that the Lakers didn't land Kyrie after rumors that he hoped the team could do it. Rumors swirl as the NBA trade deadline approaches that Brooklyn is not done making deals, though, as they look to add more help around Kevin Durant. This trade completes the 74-game stint where both Kyrie and Katie have stepped on the court for the Nets. This will go down as one of the biggest failures in NBA history, as when the Kyrie-Katie duo was paired with James Harden, everyone initially thought they would win at least one championship. Yet here we are, and two of the three players are gone, and Katie, having already requested a trade before, could be on his way out soon too. With WFUV Sports, I'm Will Jing. Thanks, Will. Every Monday, we give you the FUV Sports Spotlight. It's where we feature stories from One on One, New York's longest-running sports call-in show. Today, WFUV's Eli Keeler and Michael Matuch talk to Seattle Mariners play-by-play announcer Dave Sims about his career and the relationships he's formed with other sports greats. If you could, could you break down your connection with Dusty Baker and even connection with someone like Coach K, another great sports mind? Well, uh, with, with Dusty Baker, um, first of all, there's so few African-Americans in, in, uh, in Major League Baseball anymore. We, we really gravitate to each other. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, what was it? I was doing Phillies. Actually, I think, I think early, the mid-90s, I was doing ESPN games. I was doing a, a Wednesday night. We had Wednesday night baseball package, and I would do – like if the Yankees and the Red Sox were on, obviously it would be blacked out on ESPN in New York, but I'd be doing the, the White Sox and somebody, White Sox and the Brewers or something like that, and that would be the game. So I was doing the B-Net games. Anyway, I met him along those along those lines, and I met him. We hooked up again when I was doing Phillies Weekly in 99 and 2000, and then once I got this job in Seattle, I remember him telling, hey, man, uh, that's really great. I'm happy for you. He said, I love Seattle. I wanted that job when uh, Pinella came uh, when Pinello was fired back, it was an 034-ish, and because um, he loved the hunting and fishing, and we just hit it off. And and now that he's, uh, we would see him in spring training when he was with um, the Reds, 
And then we played him a couple of times uh, when he was in Washington. And he's a guy, and I was telling somebody the other day, he's a guy when we, we played Dusty Baker team, I already, I was, my pregame um, routine, try to get in a little bit early because every day I like to go down and hang out at the cage with him and just talk baseball and talk life and talk experiences. Wow. And he's just, I mean, here's a dude who partied with Jimi Hendrix. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, I talked yeah. to him the other day to invite him on with Coach K. It was the second time he'd been on. He was on a couple of years ago. I said, you must be hearing from every everybody. I said, your picture needs to be in every black barbershop in America. I said, you've heard from so many people. He says, yeah, I heard from Barack Obama. I heard from Snoop Dogg. And I heard from wow. Snoop, wow. Snoop Dogg Sr., who sounds exactly <laughs> like Snoop Dogg. Can you believe that? <laughs> so he said, how cool is that? I said, that's wow. why you're the best. You, you know, you bring everybody <laughs> And then uh, for Coach K, when I was working at the Daily News covering college short, uh, sports, college hoops, and Coach was up in Army, uh, that's where we met and, you know, did some of his games. And we used to have writers' luncheons at Mama Leone's. Probably it's gone right before you guys were born. Anyway, we're at 8th Avenue and 49th Street. And we'd have these weekly college basketball uh, luncheons for writers to get notes, quotes, anecdotes. And we'd sit around. We had PJ. We had uh, uh, Jimmy V. We had Tom Penders, we had Coach K, we had Raftery, we had Carneseca. Uh, we had all these great coaches and, and other local guys, and we sit around and just chew the fat. And that's how I got to know him. And years later, when he got the show, they were looking for somebody who didn't have, uh, who could do a national show that didn't have any restrictions that prohibiting them from doing that. And we're in our 18th year. That was WFUV's Eli Keeler and Michael Matuch talking to baseball commentator and icon. Dave Sims. And that's our show for today. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Jay Doherty. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.